If you're, if you're not on the stage. If, what do you? Fuck? Hi, welcome, welcome to the Fuck Hard Podcast. You know, Gregor may not or may be here. I don't know what he fucking. I doing. made it. How are you, John? Go you and your wait till the last second. Shit, I, I had to kick your ass. I have been home from work for less than ten minutes. You're lucky that I have clothes on. I, everyone is lucky you have clothes on. It would you think? Well, let we me should just put move on way. from that. We would be having less viewers, and making less money. Yeah. So, so we, how are you, John? Great. Did you expel all the demons Monday night, or do we have demons to expel yet tonight? I I think I expelled them. You know what? I'm moving on. It's Northern Illinois coming up. Uh, you See, know, wait, wait, wait. Time, I'm, I'm going to stop you what? right there. Wait, stop did, me right there. Did you just say Northern Illinois? Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but the S is silent. No, not in my house it isn't. Well, then and not in my wrong. life. Not in my life either. You know why? Because when you say Illinois, everybody that cares about Illinois has to point out that the S is silent. And this goes along with a number of words that I pur purposely mispronounce. And it drives my children insane. And that is my job as a father is to drive my children insane. It's one of my jobs. It's one of my jobs. You have not picked up on this yet. The but kids aren't old enough. They're not old enough. Wait until they get to the teen years. And you do, you do shit. You wear white socks with sandals because your children will go at just. Gah! And it's fun to watch them just shit themselves in public when you do that. Okay. I've never had, you know, I'd, I've never had any taste. It's never worried me to look like, obviously, an idiot, especially when I can drive my kids and sing. Okay, it's your turn to talk now. Like, <laughs> I was wondering if I, I mean, you keep, kept keeping me out of the stage. Uh, well, I, I tried to bring you into the studio and you clicked, it no, removed. Okay, whatever. Three times I tried entering and you immediately booted me out. And then you want to throw it tissy and, and say that I'm not part of the show. Is that what you want, John? Do you want me not no, part of the show? No. Wait, no, I, I want to laugh at this. Okay. What are we laughing at? The Vikings on Thursday night football. They just, they gave up a big burn, big burn. You know, the Vikings could start 0-2 and uh, wow, that's kind of funny. Because, you know, I like to see other people's pain. Since I live in Minnesota, most of the Minnesotans care more about the Vikings than they do the Gophers. And I can go, hey, how about the Vikings? And then they just go. I, I did see a side-by-side uh, a -side breakdown of careers that included Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Of course, they both started. Uh, they'll both be Ring of Honor, whatever they call them, uh, you know, Packers. Uh, then they both eventually went to New York. Is it a matter of time before we see Aaron Rodgers in a Vikings uniform, John? I, I think Aaron Rodgers was going to be done. You think he's he not coming go, back? Yeah, I, I he torn his Achilles. How old is he? What's he got left to accomplish? I mean, he's a he's Super Bowl champ. He's done so much. I, I get it. You know, just go on and, I don't know, start an enema spa for somebody. You know what I mean? Is that something... He could figure it out, and okay. people would pay him a lot of money to come to his enema spa and get enemas and their systems flushed and talk about how mushrooms are going to save everybody from the microplastics in the ocean. 
Uh, James says uh, very early on today, I learned that John complains in the bathroom and shits in the woods. Sometimes I do. It's healthy. Ask Gary. Aaron Rodgers and I are going to start this animus bar. <laughs> Uh, Fred uh, follows up and says a securely handled snap is worth two Johns in a bush. <laughs> okay. It wasn't poison Ivy for God's sake. I hope you people listen to the end of the video. I explained what I was doing there. I don't know. Colin uh, with an interesting observation. Weird how chat is positive. Now that there aren't a bunch of fake Colorado bots strangely in every comment section. They had they did kind of swarm over things. Now they can swarm over Colorado State. And apparently yeah, let, let, uh, yeah. I was gonna say let Colorado State make it personal for them. They did. Yeah. Their coach Norville said uh, something about Deion Sanders, and now it's it's very personal. It's extremely personal. Everything's personal. Everything look look, look. It's I've I've come to the conclusion it's not Deion Sanders it's me on Sanders because that's what his focus is really on it's on himself Ooh, always has been me on Sanders I always guess. has been look the dude is the dude's a chump I don't care about his athletic career or his coaching career the dude is is all about number one and and that's it he he don't care about them kids of Colorado oh come on him. now he cares no. about their success that's why he run all the other ones off. No, he cares about how their success reflects on him. Well, that's true. But, you know, the one thing is, is he has everybody talking about him. We're talking about him. See what happened? Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Um, something's got to be done so? at the quarterback position. For what team? Uh, let's talk about ours. <laughs> it's the only one that matters, Sean. It's oh, I thought you were one. going with the New York Jets, and they already have that worthless Zach Wilson guy. Okay. Uh, how about Nebraska's quarterback position? Yeah. Well, it looks Jeff Sims might be injured. More injured. Could, could that be best-case scenario for the team? <laughs> Well, it could. I mean, you know, a lot of times you go through life and you ask for something, you ask for something, you ask for something, and then you get it and you're like, shit, I didn't want this. And that could be Heinrich Harper. Or it could be that he he gets the start and he goes out and plays good football, takes care of the ball, takes care of the game, and Nebraska wins, you know. And I, I guess, you know, here's the thing. Matt Rule has said he has a formula or he has a way of doing things. And uh, I think his way of doing things is just like me playing video games, honestly. Yeah. You're going to have to uh, elaborate on that, like, one, sir. You know, you know, you got the main quest in video games and then you got all the side quests. Mm -hmm. I always do the side quests as much as possible. That way I'm overpowered by the time I get back into the main quest. And I'm thinking that Matt Rule right now is playing as many people as he possibly can at different possessions, particularly on defense, but in offensive linemen, you know, different receivers so that when he gets to next year, when we expect him to really win, I mean, we want him to win now, but next year the expectations are going to go off the charts that he has a much more experienced team. So Matt rule stole everything he knows from when I talked to him about video games and how I handle them. I like it. And and when did you have that conversation with him again? I didn't. I transferred it with my telepathic kinetic nice. powers. 
You sent it yeah. via email? Yeah, just Tuesday. Just <laughs> I thought real hard in the direction of Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm sure he picked up on it. I could feel it. Uh, so, okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to address this real quick, and then we're going to move on. Okay. I'm going to let you read that and uh, the genius that, that uh, submitted that comment. Buffalo Harry says, well, Northern Illinois, Northern Illinois by a field goal. And, and my response to you, uh, Buffalo Harry, and your ilk. <laughs> because uh, let, let me let me say this. Like he had made a comment about rent free, but like you know what I'm not doing? I'm not hanging out on some Colorado Buffalo live stream. It's done that's true. the best. Move on. But I have said we welcome all kinds. Oh yeah, that's fine. We'll take the, the smart and the ignorant alike. Somebody has to help the Iowa people. <laughs> mm. John, I need you to uh, kill just a couple minutes of time. Okay. Hopefully with relevant content. <laughs> what shit? Or not. I don't care. What? Okay. What do you got to do? You got to go I, find a video or some damn thing, don't you? I, I'm, I'm pulling in a few things that I had that I, I again, I logged on a minute before we okay, started. Okay. See that? See that? You're supposed to be... Uh, you're supposed to be uh, prepared. I, I am okay. I'll right. kill it. Go do what you're gonna do. Thank okay. you. Okay, everybody, uh, everybody out there that now that Greg's not listening. Uh, Hold on now. What do we got to be like that about? I get now that Greg's. Uh, I don't know how to mute him. I think in the other one I could <laughs> mute you, and in this one I can just <laughs> remove you from the studio. But anyway, uh, we have Northern Illinois coming up. Stop uh, saying Illinois. Well, it's that's why they're not they're the enemy, Greg. I, but I live here, and let's not, you know, let's. You can, not be, I can say Illinois and Northern Illinois. See how that goes? I, it's Northern Illinois all together, one thing. You make me sad sometimes, John. Would you rather I did it with a weird accent? Yes. We got Northern Illinois coming in this week. That's they perfect. got uh, seven-year quarterback Rocky Lombardi. Is that that guy's real name, Rocky Lombardi? Because that is the most footballing name ever. It's got to be close, right? It's got to be close? You mean his real name is Rocky? Rocco Lombardo. Uh, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it, it's a tiring day and it's late. Uh, what else? Northern Illinois. It's the same have? time we we do the show almost every time, John. Northern Illinois has their entire offensive line returning. Their defense doesn't. I went through that real quick on that video today, but it looks like their rush defense is not very good in the two games that they played. So they played the Boston College, Boston Collegers, and the Southern, the Southern Illinois Salukis. So. You know, one the, one power the Boston five College school. Eagles. Oh, is that the Golden Eagles? No, just Eagle. Is Boston it College Eagles. We should probably take some comments. Okay. Hi, comments. <laughs> Welcome. Okay. All right. Big Pete says every Colorado video is about how they're being disrespected. Everybody hates us. Boo hoo. Don't disagree. Hey, I get some talked about. I mean, that's honest to God. I mean, think look. 
people complained. People on Twitter started complaining that, uh, you know, it was too much Sanders, too much Colorado. And that all, all that did was convince the networks that they needed more. So here we go. It's no, I don't know if I could take it that way. Never mind. I'm not going to, I'm not going to make it political. Um, yes, Blaine, we will. I'm going to start that. We can, we will address it later. Um, Wade Farr says, why do we recruit quarterbacks that are so great? Best fit for Nebraska. Can't wait till they decide to choose Nebraska. Big setup for video of them picking in you. Then we need them and they don't. They don't K. I don't know if they don't K. I don't know. Maybe he's continuing on. Maybe. Wade, where'd you go? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, look. Are we excited about our quarterback situation? No. But as always, when you're at rock bottom, there's only one way to go. I got to take this. Fred Sacco says slime time. Coach Prime is doing KFC commercials now. Trash guy for a trash product. What was the last time you ate at KFC? Ooh. It has been years. Yeah. Plural. Every time uh, I recommend to my family, hey, let's go to KFC. It's a running joke in the family now. We'll so, never get sponsored by them. My God, you go in there, you eat their chicken, and it's like, I don't know. It's like you run rocks after 15 minutes. I was going to say, you run to eat the chicken, and then the chicken runs through you. <laughs> so I'm blessed uh, where I'm at. Uh, we've got a couple Chick-fil-A's, but if you want like actual um, hearty, you know, like like a piece of chicken, uh, we have Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken. We also have, um, there's like an orchard. Uh, Southern Illinois people know uh, what I'm talking about, but it's Eckert's. Uh, and Eckert's does a lot. I mean, they have oh, like this yeah. time around, they got like app. You can go and take a little tractor out and, and pick your own apples. You can pick your own pumpkins. You can, you know, go harvest your own Christmas trees, things like that. But they have a little restaurant that has some really phenomenal fried chicken. And when all else fails, every seven weeks, I'm on a chicken fry crew. Uh, so I get as much fried chicken as I want for free. Where's that at? It's at a KC Hall. Oh, in Southern Illinois? Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois. Fred Sacco follows it up with KFC is a run a joke right at your colon. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, here, here we go. I, w- I highlighted that. I was going to talk about oh, it later. Son of a bitch. We'll talk about it later. Hey, look. Wade Farr comes back and finishes. I ran out of room. Then they don't even know how to play. At least that's what we were told. Why is this? I don't know. Wait, you know. Well, Okay, this time I think we we did it to ourselves with our current quarterback because we brought in the quarterback with a history of losing the football. And I think we tricked ourselves or, or we, we tried to convince ourselves that, well, here, you know, he's going to have, you know, the right coaches. and, and But at some point you, you just can't. John, you ever see the movie The Replacements? Yeah, but it's Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackman. Yeah. At one point, uh, 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 the the wide receiver who's um, Orlando Jones, uh, he's the speedy, you know, uh, one who who, uh, takes the top off the defense type, but he's having a problem catching the football. So what they do is they put huge globs of stickum on his hands. And I'll never forget the line 
I hope this doesn't kick us off of YouTube, but nothing else ever has. So, but he's his hands are all gunky, and he says, "Coach, looks like I just jacked off an elephant." <laughs> and and like if we could harness some of that somehow, and it, like how how do you have not one but two instances where you hike the ball into the man in motion? Uh, be, you know. People would say most of that is not having enough run the play enough to have timing down, but I'd probably say that a he is overwhelmed with all of the stuff he's supposed to be doing simultaneously, and then b uh, he's overwhelmed by you know maybe the pressure that he's under because I think they still feel like you know what after the reaction of losing the Minnesota game I I. I couldn't help, but if you were a Nebraska player, feel like, oh my God, the world's against us again. Yeah, you know, and everybody hates us, and and it can, I suppose, it can be overwhelming. I mean, Nebraska fans are pretty passionate. We always say passionate when we don't want to say bad things, so they still buy our T-shirts. You know, we're very, uh, we're very involved with the football program. Let's put it that way. And well, I, I, I don't look, know. I, I don't know if it's can it because... be too much. Can can we put too much pressure on the yeah. team? Yeah, I think so. I and I think this is a, a, a there the for Jeff Sims when you're playing at Nebraska, you're under a, a more defined microscope than when you're at Georgia Tech, right? Because Georgia Tech, there's no, I don't say there's no pressure, but like I don't I don't know enough about Georgia Tech to know anything. But Nebraska, like Nebraska, is more of a brand than Georgia Tech. I don't think anybody will disagree with that. And when you're coming in as uh, uh, as the quarterback under first year head coach, uh, then I, I feel like you know you've been crowned, appointed, anointed. You know the the guy. I'm sure that that's a, a you know more more pressure, more stress than he's used to. I, you know, honestly, I hope the guy figures it out uh, Yeah, because I want him to succeed. But if he doesn't, um, I'm going to jump to this one. I, I was going to uh, save this one for later, but uh, living in Omaha, David Matney says, just how many turnovers a game is the quarterback allowed to make before a change is required? What is the threshold? Well, apparently the threshold is higher than three and a half turnovers per game. I think that there's a there's an actual real formula to this. Mm-hmm. It's called the Schottenheimer formula for quarterback replacement. Guess who it was named after? Uh, Coach Schottenheimer. <laughs> but it it has to do with the inverse probability of how many turnovers you've had versus touchdowns and how bad the next guy up is. And if you've looked around quarterback, if you've looked around college football lately, you might have noticed that other than like on teams where like Georgia or Alabama or Ohio state, uh, there's like only one quarterback per team now. I mean, even if you look at Ohio state, they look a little sluggish with the quarterback that they have. That isn't as good as, you know, the guys they've had previously. Right. Uh, CJ Stroud, what, look, at, look, look at Clemson is done without Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that guy was, Massive he was everything to that program. Everything. And look to that what they program. had behind him. Yeah. You know, and this is a problem all over the place. So I think if you look at it and you go, well, why can't we do this and why can't we do that? Well, everybody's having a problem, you know, keeping quarterbacks because why? Why, if you were a quarterback and you thought you were going to play in the NFL or had a shot at it, would you stay as a backup quarterback anywhere? Even if you just had to go to a 
I don't know, a Liberty. I guess that's not a crappy school anymore, but uh, you know what I mean? A, a UTEP just to get on the field and throw passes and show how good you were to get in the NFL. You'd still do that. I'm, I'm doing a quick uh, search because I'm, I'm trying to figure out. What, what are you trying to figure out? Oh, you know me. I always look up random things in the middle of the show that really drags down the, the broadcast. Yeah, it okay. does. So, yeah, um, let's not talk about UTEP. UTEP gave uh, uh, Northwestern their first win on American soil since 2021. <laughs> um, but I, I, I want to mention this. Um, you know, just it, it's off. Look, Big Pete's in here. He's uh, he's having fun. He's making me laugh. So Big Pete gets some love tonight. Uh, saying thank you guys for taking off your hat and sunglasses when doing the stream. We're raised right. And not only that, but man, like I'm surprised that those sunglasses that are worn on that sideline don't have like internal mirrors so that he can just continue to see himself. Wow. I I feel like he should be giving yeah, everybody, that, everybody that, around him those sunglasses just so he can look at them. Like I'm I'm looking at you in the eyes, but really I'm I'm looking at myself. In my eight toes. <laughs> Was that too far, John? Oh, I don't know. I just, I've never liked I feel him. like he's opened up himself up for uh, making everything personal, and that was certainly personal. I mean, look, if you're going to take everything personal, then all shots are, <laughs> I mean, then everything that's said is a shot, so I might as well get my money's worth, right? Yes. Um, here we go. I like this one from Roger Pillsbury Doughboy. The new mascot turnovers are more connected to Nebraska than Herbie. Uh, Her- Heriberto than Heriberto. Oh, all right. I'm I'm guessing on your uh, uh, Spanish Spanglish translation there, uh, Roger. Uh, yeah, we yeah. Nothing says loving like my muffins from the oven. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. That's Pillsbury Doughboy. There you go, John. You're welcome. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let's let's switch gears uh i i really just want to put colorado i want to kick that dust off my boots and uh and put it behind me we can't get that one back we can only hope that we perform better against them next year at home uh, justin we you tried highlight i said i slapped you down so we're gonna talk about that later uh let's talk about something positive yeah and that is that nebraska volleyball went to stanford it was a matchup between number four and number five, and they beat Stanford uh, on the road, which is the first time I think Stanford's lost at home uh, in years. Or- no, it was the first time Nebraska beat them at at Stanford ever, I think, and then okay. it was the first time they beat Stanford since 2008. I'm happy with both of those. It's, yeah, it's been a long time. It's so. been a long time. And it was, you know what, uh, it, it's – Again, it's a, a a hallmark of the John Cook era, where it's more exposure, more eyes on on the sport, on women's athletics. Uh, it you know over half a million viewers uh, watched that match uh, here a couple nights ago. Uh, yeah, they they there was that incredible point that Nebraska had that ended up being a, a number five on the Sports Center top ten. So, like, I mean. <sighs> I don't, I don't know how we give John Cook enough credit for all that he's done. Um, talk about uh, a void uh, that the state, the athletic department, uh, will feel, and and the sport will feel when when he finally does retire. So, uh, you know, this team is really fun to watch. I mean, that you know, Laney Cho Boy, 
she's kind of, you know, defensive serving specialist setter, not libero completely person, but she's really great to watch on her serves. Uh, you know, this Beeson girl they brought in, uh, the back row flying kills from her are the most amazing things ever. I think, I don't know. They're just, they're just a fun team. Uh, come on. Harper Murray. She's a young girl. She's really tall. She looks skinny, but every time she hits the ball, it sounds like a cannon went off. I mean, it, it's, you know, phenomenal. I think they're just a, a really fun team. I'm not describing that very well. I guess most of the, honestly, most of the volleyball teams we've had have been very fun teams to watch, but I, this one just seems to have a little bit more spicy personality, more than just one person that looks like a serial killer. And I, you know, I, th- I like, I would like us to have three or four serial killers on this team. That reminds me of an old song. Uh, are you familiar with the uh, rap duo or group insane clown posse? John? Yes. Yeah. They have a lyric in one of their songs. It says, uh, I'm a serial killer. It's a bad habit. I killed Tony lucky charms and the serial rabbit. Okay. All right, insane that's couple, cl- the ICP, insane count clown posse, Nebraska yeah. volleyball. You know what? Yeah, you were. You know, I, I, we try not to mention serial killers on the show, John. I mean, this isn't one of those like true crime podcasts, okay? This is a sport. We try to have fun. I think the comment section's having a lot of fun. They're uh, they're they're enjoying our uh, our they're back and forth with Buffalo Harry. Okay, keep going. Okay, uh, so I found things, John. I found things. I want to share things. Can I share things? You can share things. I want to share things. I, so I found things. Uh, this one, the first one is a comment that was on Coronation earlier this week. I just want I want to I want to put it out there for for those who maybe uh, don't follow Facebook as much. Just I'll read it. We'll discuss it. You know the routine. So this okay. comment is from Todd. And Todd says, uh, arrogance. Many coaches think they can take guys with measurables and turn them into great football players. That's why you see so many bums making mistake after mistake at the FBS level. North Dakota State would beat Nebraska badly right now because they recruit football players first. Guys may be an inch shorter or 10 pounds lighter run a 4-6 instead of a 4-4, but they would beat Nebraska's doors off. John, do you think we're are in the... Uh, not recruitment or development, but in the in the finding and the evaluation. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you very much, Greg. You're welcome, Greg. In the evaluation of a lot of these uh, recruits, do you think we're putting too much faith into just just the numbers? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, okay. I did. You know, honestly, I I think Todd. I don't think North Dakota State would beat the shit out of Nebraska. That's a line of crap. I think it'd be a damn good game. And it, in order for us to be good, it means to, it should be not a good game. We should beat the shit out of them. But this is this. I don't know. You know, this guy strikes me as a guy who thinks the quarterback has to be under center 100% of the time because, God forbid, it, it's more difficult to pick off a shotgun snap than it is under center. I, You know, we're still in game three, year one, and we're just acting like this is four years down the road. 
And I guess for most of us, it's been four or five years down the road since we had any kind of winning whatsoever, six. It's been a long time, but it's still the guy's first year, for God's sake. You can't you can't start your next marriage and say, oh, by the way, second wife, I'm going to make you pay for the 20 years of the other woman I married. You've clearly you know never I mean? been divorced. I, no, I haven't. No, neither. <laughs> I just want you to know, <clears throat> but I know that I know I, you know, I'm a consultant. I can't go to every, every fucking customer I have and say, well, the less people are assholes. I guess you're just going to be assholes too. And then act that way toward everybody I ever meet. In other well, words, carrying relationships forward. I'm going to put this, uh, I'm put it either. You're right. Or David's right. Cause David says a great comment. Okay. Right, good. <laughs> Wade Farr says our coaches are not doing anything with teaching, coaching our players. Wade, have you seen our defense? They swarm to the ball and they make fucking tackles. It's a wasn't a top ten rushing defense, right? Yeah. I mean they yeah. they the defense playing massive times better. The offense offensive line is actually a lot better than they were. Uh, last year they couldn't even pass block. This time they pass block about 80% of the time. That's a massive improvement. We just haven't won games. And I want to say you – know, um, We'll get uh, there. <clears throat> trying to figure – oh, Caleb says, uh, I would love to see more RPO under center. Really throws the defense off. I'll say this. I thought that they underutilized Jeff Sims' legs in that game last week. Yeah, but – well, they, I mean, at one point, what they say? They ran 24, they've run 24 offensive possessions and eight of them have been turnovers. I mean, it's really hard to gauge where you're at with an offense if you're turning the ball over one third of the time. And I'm guessing that if we had a quarterback that was serviceable and took care of the ball, maybe we'll find out this weekend we have somebody that can actually win some games. I don't know. Deion says, uh, John, no, what? But well, what? I, but. I see now I forgot you started in the next bit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Dion says, uh, well, John, I won't be alive when Nebraska ever turns it around. And Blaine follows up. Great line, Blaine. I, I hope you're wrong. But Blaine says at this rate, you may be turning in your grave. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, hell. Um, okay, uh, go to Fred the next says, room, did Dion. Fred says. Uh, uh, yeah. I took Fred's I had, off. Dion, Dion Pryor comes back with schedule gets super hard going forward with the new additions. Well, it gets harder for everybody. I mean, put it this way. In the past, we go, we always had these arguments and discussions about can a two-loss team get into the playoffs? Well, them fucking discussions are gone next year. We're going to be saying, can a five and six-loss team get into the playoffs? So – Turning it around in one year is going to mean a completely different thing than it does this year. And there's going to be have to be a new adjustment to the new college football going forward, especially in the Big Ten and SEC, because I, Texas beat Alabama, and they beat them. And I don't like saying good things about Texas, but they look pretty good with their offense and everything. So joining the SEC are two more teams that are going to be not pushovers and not shit. And, you know, the Big Ten has four coming that are pretty good. So the idea that a good coach is going to go, like, undefeated in conference play, that's gone. 
he's probably going to lose a minimum of three, four games a year from now on after this year. So, yeah, the schedule gets harder. Change your meaning of what it means to turn it around. There you go. That's red dot. Adjust your, ex- adjust your expectations. Yeah. Going back to Fred's comment. Thank you for your patience, Fred. Uh, to answer Greg's question, no, this staff doesn't. Uh, meaning that as far as as going just by measurables, they have a history of finding diamonds in the rough. You don't do that by going solely by measurables. So uh, that's fair. I, I'll give them that. Need some need to see more diamonds a little less rough. Game three. It's game three this week. They're playing their third game under a new coach. Josh says, I have no clue with mobile quarterbacks why you don't boot them out all the time. Have them read one or two progression spots, and if those aren't open, just run and get five or ten to rinse repeat. I John? don't know why either. I think that he's just not come that far along. You know, on the other hand, we may find out with a different quarterback that he just wants his guys to stay in the pocket, which is this day and age is pretty dumb. But uh, I think there's a lot of questions here. Is this some problem with Jeff Sims or is this some problem with Marcus Satterfield? And, And we have, you know, we have a ways to go with these guys. Justin follows up with that and says, because of the injury factor in response to Josh, uh, corn Husker corner, our friends over there say, I'll tell you one thing rule has, and he emphasizes all capital letters has to get his quarterback room stacked with talent moving forward. Recruit, recruit, recruit. Did we forget what we spent the off season doing? They recruited a lot. Well, they not a, it, they, you know what? There was a Twitter, one of the big Twitter guys, like Husk guys or Husker Game Day, uh, tweeted, "What did we spend our off season doing?" And it got a shit ton of replies from people who whined about everybody else's players. The Colorado spending getting all the great players in the world. That guy got a new receiver. This guy, we spent the off season. Well, I didn't. Uh, Matt Rule and his in his group of merry gentlemen. <laughs> Spent the offseason recruiting and is reestablishing relationships with high school coaches in state. You remember that? And out state, particularly Texas, so they can play off dividends in the long run. And if you if you just it's still that it's the third game for God's sake coming up. So if I I guess if we don't win, we might as well kill ourselves and burn everything to pieces. Well, don't do that. But Wade has a question just, for you, John. Oh my God, look at that. He says, John, if the coaches are making improvements, why did we get 60-plus new guys instead of teaching the guys that were already here, including two quarterbacks off the Internet? Well, I'm guessing that, kind of like Dion, a lot of those guys really didn't want to buy into a program. They were going to actually force to comply with some requirements, like lifting weights, like showing up on time to practice like doing everything your coach has expected you to do. But you know what? You don't get to teach that at this. I I don't think. By the time some kid's going to be 18, 19 years old, they better have a general idea of what it means to actually follow somebody's rules. And if they don't do that, number one, if they don't do that, you take the first two or three of them and you go, I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're the best quarterback on the planet, you're gone because you're not following my rules. And if you have to do that two or three times, then so be it. But that's what you have to do at a coach at the beginning, make examples and set examples of people so they show up and start doing what you're asking them to do. 
Osborne had this problem in the early nineties. I mean, this, a lot of this stuff isn't that unknown. So yeah, early nineties, everybody's oh, the nineties. They talk about the championships. They don't talk about what led up to it and all the shit those guys had to go through to get there. They just talk about the championship teams. All right. I, they are teaching and coaching our players. It's whether or not they're going to develop fast enough to get to a bowl game this year. Josh says, <clears throat> everyone talking about missing Casey, especially now that uh, Sims is hurt. With this receiving core being unable to get open, I miss Logan Smothers. I think he's right. I, Logan Smothers, I think, would have been much better fit in this offense than Casey Thompson. I think you're both high. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, can I can I uh play uh, not play? Can I put something else up there for you, John? Yeah. This I found this on uh X. X. What's that? Also known as uh, formerly known as Twitter. Oh, I thought this it was is from a graphic uh, site. Skurs News. This season, Nebraska is the only Big Ten uh team uh, that winless team. Nebraska is the only Big Ten uh, team to play two opening away games. Nebraska is the only Big Ten team to play two P five programs, and the only you know by conjecture the only uh p5 program to play two p5 away games that's a tough draw for any one year or any year one head coach that's some interesting statistics i didn't know about however uh that also sounds like a cop-out i just can't it does sound like a cop-out yeah i can't abide that uh there's always there's always that line what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, which is a load of shit, by the way. But it sounds good when you can use it for an example for younger people. Look at them and go, oh, or wipe, rub some dirt on it. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I guess, you know, Nebraska is finding out more about themselves earlier than, than waiting. You know? Here's an interesting question from Vince Watson. When's the last time the best young player in a class has stayed in Nebraska for all four years? I, that's uh, a good question. I think probably as soon as they uh, allowed juniors to <laughs> enter the draft. <laughs> I, I I don't know. The best young player in a class. And it's hard to, hard to define because. Well, it's hard you, to be you, kind. Go ahead. I was just going to say because you may be, you know, recruited and, and be the, the top prospect in the class or top recruit in the class but maybe your performance isn't you know top performance so then you know it, it's it's how do you how do you judge that um you know I, I don't have the answer for that when's the best that last time the best well number one he says four years yeah I mean, we were playing a seventh year quarterback this weekend from northern illinois the rocky lombardi guy yeah, he, he should be a uh, third year in, in the NFL carrying a clipboard somewhere. But this is a problem, you know, that we people have talked about it. Trevor Alberts has talked about it. So is Matt Rule and his staff, you know, developing players. And I guess, you know, Casey Thompson isn't at Nebraska because he's like I, the guy I said earlier. You're not – if you think you could even get into the NFL to make that money and get to get more nil money in college, you're not going to be a backup quarterback. You're not. Where'd Casey Thompson go to one of the smaller Florida schools? Why? Because he's going to play football yeah. and see if he can get any draft leverage or anything whatsoever. And and I think, um, you know, he, he moved on and so did his number one target from a year ago move on. And I feel like Casey Thompson was good, but Casey Thompson's stats were a lot better because of Trey Palmer. Yeah, they were. 
you know i mean that you that was what? a that was a pretty dynamic duo um but i i definitely feel like palmer did most of the heavy lifting and i yeah, everybody people are like recruit recruit we got danny kalen coming in next year remember what happened with him dylan royola besmirched us rejected us pushed us away and then Danny Kalen said yes I'll be your quarterback of the future and everybody's like who needs that Dylan Rayola guy we need a guy that wants to be here well Danny Kalen's that guy so yeah. he's just not going to be here until next year and then we'll see what happens with that Colin J says Adrian Martinez four years was he top rated in the 2018 recruiting class no I don't think so because he had no film from his senior year of high school I think he was one of those uh uh I, I, I'm gonna say this diplomat. Like I'm not, I don't mean any offense, but I think he was like a, a piece of coal that Scott Frost hoped would be a, the diamond in the rough. You know, he t- took a flyer on a kid who did not play his senior year of high school, and I think what we ended up getting was serviceable. But you could definitely tell he didn't play his senior year of high school. Cam Jurgens. There you go. It was the I looks like the top rated player, and he actually stayed in Nebraska for all of his years. So there you go. I mean, people don't probably think of him as the, well, he was a, what a four-star tight end right then. Maurice Washington was also another four-star from 2018. Uh, Adrian Martinez, four-star. Uh, Wandale Robinson. Was that 2018 or earlier? I think that was earlier, wasn't it? Uh, no, I thought that was 18. I could be wrong. Don't, don't quote me. Uh, while you look that up, uh, Josh says, uh, I hate opening play against Big Ten opponents in general. Uh, doing it year one is the shits. And yeah. uh, I believe it is our, our friend, uh, oh, scrolled right past it. Sorry about that. Um, Evanception says that, Josh, I agree. We're 0 for the last four seasons with that. Um, you go back to, obviously, Minnesota. Last year was Ireland against uh, Northwestern. The year before that was Illinois. And I don't remember who it was before. In 2020, John? What? 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 2020, well, we could only play Big Ten school, remember? Right. Yeah. We had a shortened season, but Those I don't know. Who, stupid fuckers that made that decision. I can't remember who we opened the season up against, though, because that was such a cluster. So I digress. Moving on. Yeah. Um, Ohio State 2020 is what Inception says. Uh and then Andy well, says Josh Hansen exclamation point. And I don't know. I didn't know that Josh maybe had he's any agreeing. fans. Maybe, well, he apparently does. He has Andy Date Harris. There you go. <gasps> uh, here we go. Let's let's start looking towards the future. Caleb Tim says, uh, guys, the Big Ten West is wide open. We got two home games to get our shit together. Gas up the car and pedal to the metal or run away with these wins. These boys will do nothing but get better. I like that attitude. I I do think that there was a market improvement between game one and game two, particularly on the offensive line and the blocking. So hopefully in the next two games, you're going to see him a chance to, you know, see him a chance to figure out who, who fits on the offensive line best and to clean up some of their blocking stuff, hopefully clean up some of the dumbness, you know, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Justin asks, how much say do individual schools have involving the Big Ten schedule? Uh, yes, we do set our non-conference schedule years out, but uh, so you get years like this one. Uh, I really don't know. 
I imagine I if you're Michigan and Ohio State, you get a little bit more. That's fair. I mean, the maybe, honest guy, maybe Penn State I, I, deserve the program on the rise. Well, here's the other thing: is you got to realize that when you look at these scheduling things, Nebraska was supposed to come into this and be Nebraska. Yep. And we haven't been Nebraska, but we've still kept a high viewership. So if you're a Fox executive and you look at it, you go, remember Northwestern Rutgers played on Sunday? Yeah, right? Yes. The first week? Okay. Are you going to put that on the first big Thursday game? Fuck no, you're not. Nobody's going to watch that unless they want to watch like laughable football. So you put Nebraska, Minnesota, because Nebraska's got a brand name and Minnesota's been pretty good. But you got it. You want to put something on every weekend that's going to draw numbers, and that's the world we're going to live in. And Nebraska is probably more uh, probable in being in those games because you know they're just we because people want to watch Nebraska more than they do want to watch Purdue football. Uh, Josh says, believe it's the on three guys who were talking about how yeah. we are stuck doing it because TV networks want brands for matches every week. Ohio uh, State and Michigan aren't going to do it. Right. Yeah. Ohio State, Michigan State, they're not going to get stuck, you know, playing actual competition in, in early games. So, yeah, that's the rest of us are for. We'll see what happens as we move forward. But I mean, you could go back for years and years and years and find Big Ten compl people complaining about how much pull or how much prestige Ohio State and Michigan have. Cornhusker Corner, interesting, because I always thought this was a, a, a big noon kickoff. Uh, it says the Michigan game time says TBD now when you Google it. Possible time slot change. Well, I mean, if we lose the next two games, why would they show that game? I mean, they're going to have to show the game. I mean, why would they put it in their most prime spot? Because it's two uh, two brands, man. Two two blue bloods of football. The ones yeah, a little well, uh, gray blood. Even Nebraska fans are. If we lose the next two games, I can guarantee you, even Nebraska fans are going to go. I think I'll wait until next year. It does. Even on Huskers.com, it says TBA. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a uh, uh, kickoff under the lights this Saturday, Northern Illinois, and the forty uh, three year old quarterback uh, that they have there. Uh, the quadruple major, um, who I think has grandchildren, uh, Rocky Lombardi, uh, and Rocky Lombardi. I, I've 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 already forgotten uh, what his name is. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be high energy atmosphere. John, would you agree? Oh, well, Saturday night in Lincoln. It better be. It better be. Otherwise, we need an attitude adjustment. Yep. I really thought you were going to go uh, yeah, further I, with that. I, I thought I was going to go further, too, but the, the screaming in my brain just stayed in my brain and didn't get. John, are you feeling okay tonight? I'm a little tired. Okay. Do we need? Do you want to go uh, another hour, or do you want to go about 10 more minutes? <laughs> How about 15, 20 more minutes? Okay. Not another hour, for God's sake. That that we God bless y'all uh, who stuck around for the almost two-hour show we had last week. That was fun. Um, <laughs> uh, Fred, yeah, yeah, I forgot the uh, Northern Illinois. That is possessive, not mispronounced. Uh, quarterback name. There's another receipt. Uh, yeah, it's getting personal now, but it's okay because I'm from downstate Illinois. And, uh, yeah, 
I mean, what you really want to see is is Nebraska, like we wanted to see against Colorado, possess the ball, have good, solid running drives, running plays. I would say, and I said this in the video I did earlier, I would like to see us have more explosive plays out of the running game. I mean, I'm not going to be against them in the passing game, but, you know, a 40-yard run for a TD by Gabe Irvin instead of just a 20-yard run, stuff like that. That's what I want to see. I want to see it, Greg. I'm, getting, I'm tired of going back to old highlights. Get, getting uh, more from each play. I think the defense is going to really turn out uh, because the defense, look, eight sacks on uh, in, in last week's game. The defense is doing their part. It is Damn. time for the offense to step up and and be something. You know, have some identity, which I think has really been holding them back. I I would like to see more Gabe Irvin Jr. Um, hey, look, if we have Heinrich Harburg, well, I have I have predictions. Obviously, we do those at the end of the show. But regardless, the the quarterback doesn't have to do too much. They just have to manage the game and not, and min, minimize mistakes. <laughs> God. <laughs> Wade Farr says, we want another hour. Some of these other people pay you guys for more time, like you know, $1.99. We haven't had any Super Chats tonight. What the hell are you guys? See, this is a big problem. What's that? I mean, the other some of the other Nebraska YouTubers and I talked about, this is going to be a great year. We'll win games and we'll sell more stuff and we'll have more fun and people will be as angry. And shit, none of that's happened so far. Well- I don't know if it's because last week, of course, we did the show early. We did the show last week on a Tuesday, which means it's been over a week since since uh, I've got to look at your silver mane uh, there. But we had at one point, maybe it's the co- leading up to the Colorado. Maybe there's still a little hope. Uh, hope is, is the thing that kills you. Uh, but we had 160, I think, viewers at one time last week. So. That's because it was a little nuts. I think so. Uh, living in Omaha, David uh, Matney, uh, what he wants to see out of uh, Saturday's Saturday night's game is no false starts, David. Okay. I agree completely. No procedural penalties. It's at home. There better not be any fucking false starts because there's no excuse for it at home. I mean, it's not like there's crowd problems. But there will be because what, they're, they, they're just not crisp. They're not. They're not there yet, so there will be. Mistakes. It might be crisp. Speaking of crisp, if you like crispy, get that extra crispy from KFC. Oh God, what are you doing? The Vikings have scored to put it within one score. Oh my gosh, why are you watching they, that when you were doing a live show, John? Do you want me to put they, up my TV over here and like watch? A it's movie football. Or I like football. I understand, John, but I need you to focus, or we're never going to get through I'm, this. I'm focused. We'll get through right. it. Turn off the TV. No, it's my <laughs> monitor. The hell. Um. Here we go. Cornhusker Corner says Bill Bush said today on the radio that the game won't be close. I trust him. I think it will be Harburg's coming out party. That would be nice to see. By the way, Heinrich Harburg. I don't know if you know this from Kearney, Nebraska. He, I'm sure we'll hear Kearney quite a bit this weekend. Hopefully, you know what I mean? I mean, Harburg needs to clean up his passing a little bit. Uh, hold, uh, we we, we got to get to this. 
Uh, Justin says at Wade, no one forces people to pay. It's just all about support. There are a bunch of time creators out in behind the scenes. Um, And then Fred uh, throws us a few shekels and says Northwestern needs to hire Mel Tucker. I should have. Oh God. He's one man who can get it straight. Get him over the hump. There's your super set, super chat, John KFC on me. <laughs> you know that's the thing with Fred. If he's, you have to read them if they're super chats. It's you kind have of, to. It seems cruel to us. I mean, it, but but Fred always puts us in such wonderful positions. It's true. Oh God, what did I just say? <laughs> uh, PK says uh, for five dollars says defense is rocking on all cylinders. Keep the faith and go big red. I, we should. You we, know what? I, I wish I could. I wish I could discount that comment to four ninety nine because that that's a that's a good one. <laughs> well done, PK. Thank you. We appreciate your optimism. Uh, because that's 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 my thing. Positive, Greg. I came. I was in Dallas, freaking Texas, in July, and I came back. It was for a work conference. I came back. Positive, Greg. Positive, Greg. We need positive, Greg. We did not have positive, Greg, in the second half of that Colorado game. I want to, I just, you know, I want to take a lead at the beginning. Most importantly, I want to have the lead at the end. Yes. Let's that make that be happen. Best, that's be the best part. That's the best time to have a lead. Blaine called John hoping for another Minnesota victory. You know what I did today, Blaine? Oh, God. I spoke, I did remote phone support for one of my customers, and he's the customer that has a tailgate. He's a season ticket over for Minnesota, and I had to talk him through setting up printers, you know, big MF, big multifunction copier in his, in his office. And I every time I would ask him, uh, what's the status code say on this? You know, he'd try something, he'd get an air code, and i said, well, what's the air code? He says here, Nebraska sucks. And he did this to me like – probably 20 fucking times today. And that's what happens. If he, we would have won that game, he would have just shut up. He wouldn't have said anything. And I would have been the one going, Oh, it's a, uh, was it gophers or shit asses? You know, <laughs> stuff like that, that I make him type, by the way, I changed your password, which is too old. And my password, I'm not going to mention them, but they're terrible things about each other's teams. That's the kind of shit I got to put up with up here. But uh, otherwise, hoping for another Minnesota victory. You know, I do have a Minnesota alum in the house, and I do have a wife who supports Minnesota and likes the Gophers. And uh, as long as they're not beating us, them sons of bitches. Okay, there you go. Oh, buddy, while while you were having your uh, five star rant there, uh, we have a a tremendous amount of of comments coming in. Um, well, let's address this one by Andy first, because I don't know the answer to this, but does YouTube get a percentage of the Super Chats? I think they take like 50%. All right. So if you want to give John $5, yeah. you need to give YouTube $5 too. Uh, YouTube or, gets a percentage of everything. Or if you want, I can flash my Venmo up on the screen. <laughs> you can just, <laughs> you can just uh, Venmo me directly. And then if I, you know, I, I can share a little with John. John does 70% of the work around here. I'll give him 30% of the funds. That's how most of the social media services, when they pay out, they do. Uh, Living in Omaha, David Matney says, who's going to the game this Saturday? I'm not. I'm not either. Well, yeah, we also I wish I would. I wish I would. 
because mm -hmm. I, I don't think I, I can't remember if I've been to a Nebraska. Well, okay. I mean, in the last like 10 years, I don't think I've been to a Nebraska home game and I think they're doing a better job with, I mean, years ago, if we had something with, wait, I meant a, a late, a late game, not a home game. They, I think they're doing a better job of making it fun. If we had any game like in the eighties where it was like five o'clock, everybody was just drunk and shit and nobody needed to be entertained because everybody was like wasted out of their cords. So. All right, sweet. Andy's going to send me money. He says he's going to send it to me on Facebook because he's pretty sure we're friends. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, Andy's everybody's buddy. <laughs> you have to uh, that's right. Uh, Greg pulling an Avery Moss with my Venmo. That's right. I'll whip out my Venmo. Um, it, it's the only thing that's making money these days. <laughs> Sorry, that's inappropriate. Um, Dion says, God, I'd love to win one game sometime. We will. Well, that's it could probably should be this weekend. Notice the real urgency. We should win this. We'll, we'll win. We'll win. We'll beat Northern Illinois this weekend, and then we'll beat Louisiana Tech the game after that. Then we'll be 2-2 two and two going into Michigan. Uh, yeah, agreed. Uh, with a all refined right, defense and a refined offense that's ready to play with anybody in the country, at least 10 of them. Go all Big right, Red. So I, have, I have a slew of – Starred comments here, John. I'm going to okay. take one more quick look at the new comments. Um, nope. Okay. I'm going to tag that one too many. We'll, we'll get that one. Um, all right. Here we go. Josh wants to know where's Haas. I was late. Uh, Haas really wanted to be part of the Colorado pregame uh, episode, but his focus is going to be uh, his and my Cornhusker overreaction uh, shows that drop after the game obviously because you can't overreact to something that hasn't happened yet um and we do not do those live um which helps us keep it under an hour thank you for the question they got like <laughs> eight thousand views or something well thank you i mean it was very well people liked it apparently and they it was very well received so keep it up we'll do our best uh james marshall says before the season i couldn't have imagined the defensive line playing so well yet the team would be failing I don't think I, I think going into the season that the defensive line was had a lot of question marks around because you really only returned Ty Robinson and the polar bear has just been a you know kind of came as advertised and I was really waiting you know I had a lot of hope for him because of, of his wrestling background and you know uh, wrestling is all about pushing guys around especially at that weight you know you're not doing a whole lot of a uh, uh, cross body. I, I don't know anything about wrestling. I just know that at that at that size, when you're in the heavyweight bracket, you're just pushing people around. Uh, so I, I was really hoping that uh, Nash Hutmacher would would have uh, have his day, and I'm I'm very excited to see. It. I'm really enjoying. It. And then we talk about that true freshman, um, Lenhart. I think I'm. Yeah. You know, yeah thank you. Uh, and Cameron again, Lenhart. thank you. I didn't have it pulled up, so I was uh, unsure if my memory was going to fail me. Uh, it only failed me in the confidence. But, uh, um, you know, what, what a bright spot he's been, too. And I expect some big things from, from that uh, defensive line in the next two weeks, really imposing their will. 
Well, I mean, if you look at the defensive line, we got Ty Robinson's a junior, Kai Wallen is a sophomore. That's his backup. Nash Hutmatcher, I think they call that uh, the guy, the polar bear, the nutmasher. He is a junior, and Raquan Buckley is the next defensive tackle down, a sophomore. Blaze Gunnerson, sophomore Cameron Leinhart, freshman. So, I mean, we have a young team. We have a, a you know, a pretty young all over the place. I mean, who was the senior Luke Reimer? Uh, come on, we Quentin Newsom, I think, is a senior. Yes, he is. Phelan Stanford's a backup, a senior. But, I mean, when you look at the, on the two deep for the entire defense, maybe two, what did I name, three seniors. And if you go over to the offense, you've got uh, Nuradine Newilly, you know, the guard is a senior. Uh, Billy Clamp and Joshua Fleek's slot receivers are both seniors. Marcus Washington, senior. And Anthony Grant is a senior. So Gabe Irvin is a sophomore. I mean, you have a, a very, very young team and, you know, time for them still to be coached and, you know, get better and get more experience. So they're ready for year two. <laughs> okay. Already writing this year off, right? No, not yet. No. Uh, yeah. All right. Corn Husker Corner says we haven't even really got a good sample size of, uh, HH or Heiner Carberg at the quarterback position in the game. I'm excited. Co-signed this guy. Yeah. Uh, Colin J says Anthony Grant has rushed for 3,500 yards and 34 touchdowns since 2020. And he's on the sideline watching our offense struggle to score one touchdown a game. Irvin fumbled. So he'll be benched the whole game Saturday. Well, we'll see what happens with that. I don't. Again, I don't I, there, so. there's, there's a way where you, you rotate them all in. Realistically, I mean, I think Ramir Johnson had a, a really nice game, you know, in, in, in limited opportunity. So I think those three are, are definitely our primary backs, and I think they're all serviceable. I really do. So uh, I'm not I'm not as down on Anthony Grant as others, but my selective memory allows me to only remember the, the happy times. Just that's what I do with Aaron Rodgers, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. If Jeff Andy Harris says if Jeff Sims never plays another down for Nebraska, I'd say the NIL folks like uh, Amigos and others will feel ripped off. Um, somebody else mentioned that Decoldis Crawford never played a, a down for Nebraska. Um, I don't, I don't think they will. I mean, I don't think they'll be happy, but I think they'll move on and those funds will be appropriated. It got talked about. There you go. I. So Josh uh, uh, agreeing, Decoldis never played any snaps. So. But they, you know, again, it didn't matter. The business got what they wanted out of it, which was exposure. Right. I mean, Jeff Sims and his amigos thing. There's exposure. Decoldis Crawford. Everybody that blew up nationally. So and, they and, got and what they wanted about it. Out of it. And now it's the polar bear, you know, in in the yeah. in that HVAC ad, which is great. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna hold on to that. I'm 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 looking at the new comments as I'm. Yeah. Good job. Uh, I'm doing. I'm looking to get the Vikings uh, trying to lose. So uh, David Matney asked a good question. So I'll, I guess I'll jump to that since I've starred a lot of answers. Uh, at this point, what's our final record for the season? Um. So Caleb Tim says still got six and six, uh, but. 
could go seven and five. Fred says still hoping for six and six, but it's dicey by not stealing one of those first two, in my opinion. I guess for me, it was always go six and the goal was to go six and six and get to a bowl game. Dion Pryor says, Caleb, what have you seen that leads you to seven and five? I'm waiting for uh, Caleb's response. You know, if there's one way to seven and five, it's that the defense needs to start getting more takeaways and scoring with them. You know what? That's actually what somebody said. uh, Is it? Public eyes, uh, public's eye outdoors said the defense needed to score on turnovers this weekend. That, you know, it'd be nice just to get into the condition that, yes, it can happen. I, I'm i curious. Uh, feel free uh, to respond in the comments, uh, Publix Eye Outdoors. Are you like an outdoor company as far as, you know, like uh, hunting and fishing or what the – this is a serious question. You know, let's let's you know if they're a, if they're a business, let's shine a little uh, light on them. I think okay. Publix Eye Outdoors. I feel like that's like billboard advertising uh, company because it's always in the public's eye. Okay, we'll find out. Uh-huh. We will find out. Uh, Andy Harris says, "Hope and believe for seven and five. I don't think the seven to five is not. I, I I don't think it's out of reach, you know. Uh, PK here says eight and four. I think as much as it hurts my heart to have to do, I, I might have to um, back off of my fifteen and zero. Yeah, or my fourteen and one that I had last week. Uh, Dion Pryor says two and ten. Dion. Oh. That is a level of just pessimism and cynicism we can't have right here. Yeah, we need we need, we need more we need more optimism from you, Dion. Four and eight or three and nine, damn it. Five right. and seven, five and seven, and limping into a bowl game is the least we'll, I will expect from you. Um, and then Fred uh, says for two dollars in the deed, the glory of going six and six. Um. <laughs> uh, David Sometimes Matney. you got to do what you got to do, Fred. David Matney says uh, four and eight. Oh, and boy. he asked the question. Come on, David. Yeah, killing me. Well, All I right. guess you know we'll see what happens in the next two weeks, and then you know against Northern Illinois. Uh, Minnie Hunt says Lenhart is a gift from God. Actually, didn't Scott Frost recruit him? Probably yes. I don't follow who recruited you, but. It's tough because he's a true freshman, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we could give credit, but we don't have to give credit. I'll I'll let you defer. You know Uh, what happened, Minnie? Matt Rule kept him. That's what's important. There we go. Uh, Not like that good-for-nothing Ernest Hausman. Yeah, that son of a bitch. Uh, Let's see here. We got a couple more of these. uh, Cornhusker Corner. My people, 13 and 2. Uh, if Greg said Josh says if Greg says anything but ten and two, we riot. No, it's ten and two. Um, Roger Moore says three and nine incrementally. Nope, that's that's three and nines backwards. Uh, Publix Eye Outdoors says uh, it's my hunting channel. So if you like hunting, go check out Publix Eye Outdoors. Um, let's continue down that rabbit hole. What's a hmm? I haven't been hunting in a very long time. So here's the thing. 
And I hope that I don't lose any, uh, I don't want to say street cred, but uh, field cred. I've never been hunting. Really? I, it, look, I'm a big supporter of, uh, of the activity. I like beer sausage, deer jerky as much as the next guy. Um, I never went as a kid. Like my grandpa used to hunt. My dad, you know, probably went as a kid with him, but never, you know, when I was coming of age. Uh, and then as an adult, Never was invited, and then the older I get, I'm like, oh, you mean I got to get up at what time? And how cool is it? <laughs> you know, yeah. so I I tell you what, I I'll be the first one. You know, when a, a coworker or buddy, uh, you know, gets a deer, I'll congratulate them. I like to post on Facebook. I'll say I'll give you X amount of dollars for a, however you know many deer sticks you can spare. But I've never been. So uh, public's eye outdoors curious. Uh, again, feel free to answer in the uh, comments here below. Um, biggest game biggest game that uh uh that you've that you've shot curious, me just curious oh no. dear public public really oh it's his channel okay <laughs> i was confused i'm looking all you to the bride and for the shout out and and a little bit of the press public's eye outdoors has uh filled our coffers a little bit john good so we thank you for that as well um and caleb tim says uh, an, he's a new member. Yeah, that is awesome. Thank you, Caleb. Um, there are. Oh, Dion says I'm jaded from broken promises. I, you know, well, I don't blame. Him. I don't blame him for that. But the thing, the thing is, and I bring this up quite frequently, is uh, just because your family is dysfunctional doesn't mean all the other ones aren't. You know, and that applies to football. You look around the Big Ten West and. You know, Minnesota looked a little kind of iffy against Eastern Michigan. I mean, they their offense had some problems. Uh, you know, all the t other teams we play, their opponents haven't really looked crisp. So God only knows what's going to happen. And, you know, in the coming weeks, I think for this team to get wins, they're just going to have to get better. Week by week, they're just going to have to get better. And that's, you know, it's a, listen – Beating Wisconsin and Iowa at the end of the season is about which teams got better as the season went on. So that's what that's going to be about. And for Iowa, it's going to be about whether or not Cade McNamara stays healthy. Uh, thank you again, Publix Eye Outdoors. And Caleb says, John, you talked him into it. So he's officially a member. Josh says that Houseman could have been awesome in this defense. Possibly that Jack position yeah. no one really has thrived in yet. Um, you know, it's just what a missed opportunity. And you just never know really at the end of the day, you know, it, he, to his credit, he's a Michigan and, uh, um, you know, uh, Andy says, you never tried to run over those whitetails on Shatter state campus, Greg. Uh, are, are we talking about deer? We're we talking about, <laughs> yes. I, I was in my early twenties when I was okay. in Shatter and there were other whitetails I was chasing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I let that linger just long enough to be awkward. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, Wade says, my dad uh, took me hunting, but I, it was, I was the bird dog walking through a valley to scare up deer for my dad to shoot while he sat at the end of the valley. I feel like that's, I, uh, is that like cherry picking? I feel like that's cherry picking. No, not really, but you do normally have, I mean, it depends on how you hunt. 
Western Nebraska, you have to move around a lot. There's a lot of guys that'll sit in a blind and like Minnesota is you sit in a tree, you sit in a blind. Yeah. Same in Illinois. You just sit and wait for things to come to you. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska, you, you can have drivers. I mean, the guy that walks to push the deer around and other guys are sitting in strategic points. I did that when I was young too, Wade. Um, Blaine says, my uncle asked if I wanted to go hunting. I said, I'm game. Then he shot me. <laughs> Ow. Ow. <laughs> that's, that's Blaine. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, that's not the last of the jokes we're going to have. Uh, Fred says, congrats, Caleb. Part of it is John presses a nipple on your window once a year. That's what you get when you're in the, in the club. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, here, here's one for you, John. What are your thoughts on Illinois getting a beat down by the Jayhawks? Their de- Illinois defense, Illinois defense, possessive. Oh, bitch. Looked really per- not very good. They looked like they didn't really understand what their assignments were and they were out of position and they, t- you know, they just looked not crisp. I guess that's what the word is that I'll use. And then in Illinois' offense just didn't, how, you know, they didn't sustain anything. And Kansas honestly looked faster. Lance Leopold, I think, was a good coach for them. Uh, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been upset if Lance Leopold would have come to Nebraska. But I think a lot of other people would have been because he didn't have the big, big name. But I think he is a good coach. And uh, you know, Kansas, you know what? Kansas isn't a pushover and a horrible, horrible program anymore. And I think that's good. You know, all over the place, you get to watch better college football. Yep. Um. Public's Eye Outdoors says, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, so this long stretch has been hard. I want to see this team thrive again before my time here is done. Um, I, yeah. I met with some clients uh, last night. He is from the St. Louis area. She is from Omaha. And so she's a Husker fan. And she's early 70s. And and like she she is a Husker fan. And she says, I just don't think this team's going to be very good. I think, you know, just, just another failed coach, blah, blah. I said, I said, look, I said, they're going to turn this around. I said, they're going bowling this year. She said, oh, are you sure? I said, they're going bowling this year. So they won't let me down. Well, the Eagles have recovered the onside kick attempt by the Vikings, and it's going to be another Vikings loss. (laughs) All right, more comments. Uh, Highlander Gun says, I like fish sticks. I don't know why that one was highlighted. I don't but, either, uh, but it was so odd. I thought I'd star it. Well, well, well played. Um, you've got some score <laughs> predictions here coming up. I like I like fish sticks. Teach their own. Uh, Corby Koba says, I think we can win this game uh, this weekend. Clean football is the key. Don't give away possessions. I don't want to throw another temper tantrum that I later regret. <gasps> big red. Did Corby, did you throw one you regretted? First of all, Corby, next time you throw a temper tantrum in a post-game setting like that, uh, send us the video, and we'll put it on our YouTube <laughs> yeah. channel. Yeah, come on, all right, Carby. Let us let us profit from your misery. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, let's see here. I don't disagree with this uh, comment. For, thought I hit it. Dion says uh, Illinois doesn't look like they have uh, the last year or two. No, I didn't. definitely don't disagree with that. Um, James Marshall says, am I the only one who liked what I saw from Purdy last year? He seemed very talented. I agree with that. I agree with that. I thought he looked fairly good, too. I mean, he, you know, that what game was it he played in Michigan? He was the starter. 
Thompson was hurt. But anyway, in that game, whatever game it was, I'm just, you know, I'm old and remembering is gone. But uh, he started out really well, and then he started to decay as the game went on, but the whole rest of the team started to decay around him. Yeah, so that's kind of what one we're man, used to. One man but I, 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 would, I think Purdy's been beat up. So, you know, we do have two other quarterbacks that nobody's even heard of and nobody talks about. So, Are those the ones you know, we got I, off, off the internet? Yeah, is it? I don't know. Okay. So we have Highlander uh, who uh, likes fish sticks. Uh, David Manny says I like turtles. Um, David, never, uh, never a dull moment. Um, all right, Corn Husker Corner says the worst part about being a Husker fan these days is the pity from well-meaning bystanders. I've been hit with a, oh, sorry, when people find out I'm a Husker fan, and it's infuriating. I, I uh, agree with that. I'll say this. You know, obviously, you know, Nebraska plays most of the time on Saturdays. And on Sundays, when I see my folks, they're like, you know, my dad, he's usually like, well, how are you doing today? <laughs> and I got to say, well, how do you think I'm doing, dad? We just got boat raced by Peg Lake. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, though, Minnie says, uh, no corn husker corner. The worst part about being a husker fan is having to listen to YouTubers that are idiots, which she follows up quickly with not John and Greg. Okay. We appreciate, <laughs> we appreciate the clarification there. We, I, I was concerned. Um, at some point. Oh, Fred says a foot came through my window. Damn Dion receipts. That's the joke that uh, never gets old. Never gets old. Um, David Matney does say if Harburg has a great game, does Sims lose his starting job? It's not cut and dry that it's just stone that Sims is out, is it? No, it isn't. I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, it, I don't know, David. That depends upon you no know, most philosophy for a lot of coaches is going to be most philosophy. God. A lot of coaches have the philosophy that you don't lose your starting job to an injury. Right. Now, on the other hand, we're living in an entire new era and nil and expectations that are off the charts. So maybe all that stuff's gone. So we'll, I guess we'll just have to see. I mean, I would think that you'd want to go with the guy that would win you the most games, but yeah, you know, I'm kind of dumb sometimes. Okay. I, I think, yeah, the, the general rule of thumb is right. You don't lose your starting job due to injury, but you can take, you know, almost, you know, eight quarters of gameplay and compare it to what could potentially be eight other quarters of gameplay and be like, oh, crap, maybe we need to go in a different direction. Uh, Public's Eye Outdoor says, what's your thoughts on Colorado State? Coach said, thought it was a Dion shot for sure. Oh, it was. Parent, yeah. And it was glorious. I'm a big believer, big fan, and uh, it, it's it's personal now for that team from Boulder. They're coming. I, you know, I guess from who was it, Jay Norville? Yes. Yeah, I, you know, he, you know, that Deion Sanders is going to make up some stupid fucking bullshit about you, so his son can go do a press conference after go. You said said something. It's a personal. So you might as well go ahead and get your message out there first, which is basically uh, Deion Sanders and his immature turd. There you go. That's what I got out of his message. 
Uh, James Marshall says the Illinois-Nebraska game will be huge for both teams. The loser could have the wheels fall off afterwards. I don't disagree with that. Uh, I was going to say the exact same thing. Uh, Cornhusker Corner says, we thought ordered our QBs off of Prime, but they showed up and it was obvious we ordered them off of uh, AliExpress. Is that like Timu? What? Or, or Wish.com? <laughs> AliExpress, I think, is a place where you just order cheap whatever the hell it is. Is that what oh, you mean? I have no idea. I've not heard yeah. of AliExpress. It's kind of um, you know you know what Etsy is. Yes, I know what Etsy okay, is. Okay, Etsy and then down a notch. Oh gosh, I didn't know you could go I, I down insulted, a notch from Etsy. I I insulted a lot of people there. <laughs> that they'll they'll survive. Um, Kirk right. Cousins with a bomb. Okay, I'm I'm gonna play a clip. And I hope that this plays. I I played a clip before uh, from the university, uh, or I believe, or two four seven, or whomever. I played a clip a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is look. I'm going to play a clip here just to hopefully make some people smile. Uh, it's a, a classic bit from George Carlin, uh, legendary stand-up comedian, where he compares baseball and football. While the clip plays, drop your uh, predictions in the comments uh, because then we'll we'll do the predictions. We'll get out of here. So. Uh, again, hopefully this doesn't kick us off of uh, the stream. If it does, I apologize. I don't think they do that real tough. Well, maybe they do if it's copyrighted. I don't know. I don't know. It's um, it's from it's a TikTok video, and I I can't remember. Hold on, I'll pull up the I can pull up the. I, maybe if they hear me giving it credit, then they won't kick me off. It is from uh, at Hail Mary Football on TikTok. So. Uh, enjoy this little clip here. Uh, it's it's a minute or so, um, and just have some laughs. Let's let's end the episode with with some smiles, courtesy of uh, a comedian who's no longer with us. Baseball is played on a diamond in a park, the baseball park. Football is played on a gridiron in a stadium, War Memorial Stadium. <laughs> in baseball, you wear a cap. In football, you wear a helmet. Baseball has a seventh-inning stretch. Football has a two-minute warning. (laughs) Baseball has no time limit. We don't know how long it's going to last. We might have extra innings. Football is rigidly timed, and it will end even if we have to go to sudden death. (laughs) Football is based on downs. What down is it? Baseball is based on ups. Who's up? Are you up? I'm not up. In football, you get a penalty. In baseball, you make an error. Whoops. The object of the game in football is for the quarterback, otherwise known as the field general, to be on target with his aerial assault, riddling the defense by hitting his receivers with deadly accuracy in spite of the blitz, even if he has to use the shotgun. With short bullet passes and long bombs, he marches his troops into enemy territory, balancing this aerial assault with a sustained ground attack which punches holes in the forward wall of the enemy's defensive line. In baseball, the object is to go home. I'm going home! I'm going home! George Carlin? Yep. I really do. He's not so bad when he's younger like that, but when he gets older and people keep playing these tick kick ticks and he's angry about humans. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't George Carlin and I was sitting here telling you all these angry shit about people and how bad they are to each other, I would hope you'd just find me an angry old man, not find me funny. And that's really for me who George Carlin 
you know, in later years just became a crock, crotchety son of a bitch. Okay, what do you got, Greg? All right, we've got lots and lots of predictions, John. 70, 76 viewers, 14 predictions. Okay, 14. Well, that's a lot. Wait, I think, do we just get a 15th? Nope. Nope. Uh, Roger Moore wants to know, is Todd going to the game? I don't know. That's a good question. That's your BFF. You're supposed to know this stuff. I don't. I barely know where I'm at, Greg. What do you want from me? That's fair. You're in. You're in your uh, dungeon. All yeah. right. Here, here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Caleb said earlier. He said, "Okay, fo- folks. Before I go, my score prediction under uh, QB two uh, Hendrick. Uh, I got forty two ten Nebraska. I got to find out okay. who Hendrick is." Why you remember at coordination we made the joke out of the map master thing? No. In the game threads, was... I think I I think I said something wrong and everybody started making fun of his name. Mark Maker. Nobody ever did their names right. And then Heinrich Harburg, we started doing that with because his name is an alliteration. So for, for you Iowa people, that means that the letters start the words start with the same letter several times in a row. Like John Johnston. Yeah. How the hell did you ever forgive your parents for giving you a first name that's exactly like your last name? Not, you know, I do, and then I go and somebody looks at my name and they laugh at me. That's that your real name? Fuck you. Just give me my prescriptions, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. We get more. You see, the more we talk, the more uh, the, the predictions we get coming. All right. Corby says 2717 GBR. I like that. Cornhusker Corner says 49 to 3 Nebraska. HH throws for 202 TDs and runs for 80 yards and two TDs. <laughs> okay. Wade Farr says Nebraska 33, the other team 17. Yeah, that's not a good e- score. Not even worth naming them. <laughs> Carlos says, I'd like to see us completely abandon the passing game and just run the ball 80 times. Right, okay. And also. Huskers destroy NIU 35-3. Go Big Rex. That would be good, too. I don't know who Rex is. Don't ponder it. Just move on. Is he on the same team as? Just move. Move. Okay. <laughs> move uh, Leland Falk says 40-10 to 10 Nebraska. God, I'd love to see a score like that. <laughs> Fred Sacco says 27-10 Nebraska. That's probably closer to what I think it'll be. James Boardman says 17 nothing Huskers. Our shutout would be nice. Are you starring more uh, predictions as they come no. in? No. Okay, let me go check those <laughs> the other ones we got. There's Ted. Okay, we'll get you. Uh, there's that. There's that. Um, Are you okay? I'm, I'm getting more. There, there's, there's one that doesn't have a score. Thanks, Fred. And just for fun. Blaine Cole went to boot camp with a guy named Lance Boyle. <laughs> Andy Harris says 52 10. That'd be he, good. He does not name a winner. <laughs> I'm, I'm concerned. It's okay. All right. Evancipation. Nope. I got that right. Evanception. 31 9, Nebraska. I'd like that score too. Josh Hansen, 35 17, Scurs. Mini Hunt, Nebraska wins by 21. 
Living in Omaha, David Matney. 24-6, Nebraska. I'm very concerned about this one. Well, it's hard to not be concerned given where we've been and what we've done in the last five years. I mean, in two games, to be honest with you, I mean, that's just, just how it's going right now. Cornhusker Corner says, go Big Rex, go Big Rex, go Big Rex. They're dinosaur fans. Different Rex. Don't you ever know, know of a dog named Rex? Didn't you ever name a dog Rex? No. Oh, dang it, John. Name her damn dog Rex. We're trying to get to two hours again. What the hell are you doing? We're having fun. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah, fine. Right. UNL fan says 35-12. Huskers. That's that's an excellent score. 12's kind of weird, but whatever. Roger Moore says, are they ever releasing balloons again? No. Fred says that our uh, former coach knows where some balloons got. Never mind. Uh, that's not an actual comment. Uh, Justin says Nebraska 34, NIU 16. That's a good score also. Andy Harris says NIU has under 50 yards rushing. That would be beautiful because that means we forced them to pass and they threw three interceptions against the Salukis and lost. James says Greg sounds like Carol Channing after a pack of Salem Slims. <laughs> Thank you. Ted do you know says, who Carol Channing is? Yes, I do. Thank you. Okay, thank I'm, God. Let's we'll move on. Okay. Ted Hilker says 14-3 Nebraska. Dion Pryor, with just a hint of optimism, says <laughs> Nebraska doesn't have any turnovers at all. Nebraska 24 and IU 13. So it's got to be a completely clean game to barely beat a lower tier program. Dion, we're gonna talk, buddy. PK says Nebraska 57 or I'm sorry Nebraska 54 to 7. That would be beautiful. It would be. Fred says Matt Rule will punch NIU quarterback Rocky Lombardi in the mouth. Say you you've shamed Vince, you son of a bitch and Patrick Duffy <laughs> strut away. Wonder if he's, he's Okay, let's move on. I had a burp, sorry. Public's Eye Outdoors says, gotta go to work. 2117 Nebraska, go big red. Is that you've got to go to work or the Huskers I, need to go go to work? They need, I don't who knows? Who knows? Hey, you know, okay, you got more? Yep. You do. Okay. Yeah. Carlos says uh, 10 sacks for the defense. Sam Roberts Golf. Hello, Sam Roberts Golf says uh Harburg's going to show you that he deserves a full time job. Uh, Fred says that I sound like the inside of a 72 Buick smells. And Frank says Nebraska 21 NIU, I'm sorry, 27 NIU 10. Andy Harris says if we score less than 20, I'd say seventh uh, highest paid OC Marcus Satterfield can go back to USC. Yeah. All right, John, it's time for your prediction. Wait a minute. You know, we missed one comment from Minnie Hunt. Oh, God. Did I? I'm so sorry. And she she said early a while back she said uh, if you th- something along the lines of if you think we can go six and six where are the wins well the next two are wins you know Northern Illinois Louisiana Tech Michigan loss Illinois uh, depends on if they get their defensive shit together and we fix our turnover problems but definitely a winnable game Northwestern should win Purdue Boilermakers should win. Michigan State, Maryland, Wisconsin, Iowa, we only need one more win out of those games. And I think that Michigan State 
is, you know, they have problems. And it wasn't just that Mel Tucker was an idiot. It was that he wasn't coaching that greatly either. So, you know, Michigan State and Maryland are both. And then Wisconsin hasn't looked that good, but I would expect Wisconsin to clean up their act toward the end of the season as we do. And I guess that's six wins, you know, if you want to pick them. But, you know, certainly winning the next two is going to be big, obviously. Okay, go ahead. It's time for you to predict. I don't disagree. Well, I don't disagree as far as where the six wins are going to. The next two, yes. I do think we win over Illinois. I'm still debating. I really want to go to that game. I just haven't found anybody who wants to go with me yet. <laughs> um, Northwestern's a dub. Uh, I think Purdue's a dub. And then I think some of these games are, you know, in that last. Look, we're going to beat Iowa. Because at that point, we're going to figure out how to score more than 19 points. And that's all we really <laughs> There is to. that. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, all right, John, let's get your prediction. and Prediction. Uh, prediction. I predict pain for the Huskies. Cool. cool. Uh, I like that somebody said 10 sacks. I like that, you know, when Nebraska could keep up the sack stuff because that means they'll want to be under pressure, more likely to throw interceptions and therefore lead to more points for Nebraska. I said in my video earlier today that I think the key is uh, seeing a Nebraska offense that can score 30 points. So we'll give 31 points to Nebraska's offense, seven to the defense, 38. And we'll say that Illinois is going to get some points. Let's say 17 to 21. Uh, 38 to 17, North Nebraska. All right. So I'm going to take a different approach to this because we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. No. If Jeff Sims is the quarterback, Nebraska wins and we win 24 to 10. Okay. If Jeff Sims is not the quarterback, Nebraska wins and we win 45 to 10. What did I say? 20, 24 to 10. 40, and the difference being the three turnovers. Right. That would have been touchdowns. Right. So that's that's my prediction. Okay. A win. And and then we'll go ten and two. And then we'll let the bull game uh sort itself out and you know. Hey, you can't go ten and two until you go uh one and two. And that's gonna happen yep. this Saturday yeah. night at home. Um, I did see one comment in there about if, if the drones were gonna be activated. I don't know. I, I maybe after the game. I don't know if you can really properly utilize the drones in a short presentation. Maybe if it's not over the state, you know, if it's off, I, you know, I guess if they have that technology and they have the drones, I mean, shit, that was pretty cool. If you saw it mm -hmm. over our, you know what, if you saw it over Memorial stadium, certainly people would go, look, the Nebraskans have figured out technology and then we can all go. Yeah. More than you motherfuckers have kissed my ass. Man. Yeah. Especially on people to the east of this. Yeah, we have drones. You just wave at sick kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's fly our drones over that's not a giant hand. That's right. A giant drony hand. Yeah. And and just... and then it turns around and gives the middle finger to the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Andy says uh um oh. Oh, Fred, I I, I read the wrong or highlight the wrong. The drones have been activated. They're called Colorado fans, but Andy says that uh, third quarter drones confirmed. Oh, cool. So, you know, right. I, Nebraska has a good show on Saturday night. I, you know, if I was there, I should get to a night game. Damn it. 
You should. Uh, James says Nebraska 34-23. And Carlos laughs that I, uh, with Sims, I spot Northern Illinois. Well, I don't spot them. I, I, I take 21 points off of our scoreboard. Uh, I think the defense is going to be stout. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I With many here, uh, the defense won't let them score more than two times. And one of those is going to be a field goal. Just got to deal with it. But how about this? Tristan Alvano playing back in uh, playing back in Memorial Stadium for the first time since, what, the state championship game, right? What's that? Tristan Alvano. Kicker. Oh, that's true, yeah. So that'd be fun for him. A little yep. welcome home party. So, um, all right. That is it. We didn't uh, quite make it to two hours. We we oh, made it a lot, long, a lot longer we than did. I thought we would. Uh, I told John before, he said, what's the plan? I said, you and me, 9 o'clock, in and out, in an hour. Yeah. Next, we'll, we'll try better next time. But we appreciate all of you. We truly do. As I say almost every week, uh, you have a lot of entertainment options. And we definitely appreciate that you choose to spend your time with us here at uh, the Five Heart Podcast. So, nope. From a broadcast buddy, uh, our founder, fearless leader, my good friend, John Dam Johnston. I'm Greg Mahachko. This has been the Five Heart Podcast, where we remind you each and every week that Five Heart is all the heart you need. John? Go, Big Red. Win the damn game. Yeah, what he said. Yeah. Uh.